Welcome, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? So, did you get a hold of her? I'm waiting for her to message me back. Uh, Jax Harmon is our supposed to be our guest tonight. She uh, was was trying to sign on from her mom's Mac, and they said it wasn't compatible. So, All right, so we're going to roll. Hello, Gary. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Val. Welcome to the show. Hello, Denise. So, Hello, yeah, so they need to sign on at 645. 15 minutes still. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She was actually trying it like at, at around that time and she's just been having issues. So, all right. Well, everybody else, six, 15 minutes still. So, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, just the same stuff, buddy. Just uh, rocking and rolling. Work, work's getting rough and getting tired. <laughs> I can understand that. Anything else new going on? No, no. Uh, like I said, I think, uh, I don't know if I told you that the video was released for this TTYL song down in Nashville about a week ago uh, through the Facebook um, campaign. It's about five and a half thousand people seen it. So that's cool. Uh, it's on YouTube. If anybody gets a chance to go trace him and type in a TTYL official video, it's on there. Uh, just, you know, just doing the same stuff, man. We're doing some long hours at work and uh, trying to, I've been talking to a lot of uh, different people about the paranormal and, and, uh, just trying to get back at into it because it's been a little bit since I've hunted and I'm really ready to go back to hunting. How about you, Chris? Uh, I've been staying busy. I've been uh, looking at a lot of footage, so I've been staying kind of busy. Find any good, uh, any good evidence? Yeah, uh, quite a bit of things going on. So we've been sharing them on all the other shows. So I still got a lot more footage to go through. So it's pretty interesting. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Been out any uh, cemeteries lately? No, I have not. Uh, I'm getting stuff ready for the LBL. And my supplies are starting to come in from all my places I'm ordering stuff. So I'm getting all that taken care of for April. Oh, but, cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. Going to hit it down there in April, huh? Yeah, that is correct. So that's the plan. So that, and we'll see how that goes. Who are you going with? Uh, some ghost hunters and uh, the guy that put on the conference. So paranormal group. Oh, good. Good deal. I talked to uh, Corbin Bentley the other day on he had a, he was doing a live, you know, and I, I ended up texting into him and asking if you ever watched that video. You remember the, the cloaking video? And he was like, yeah, he said he really he watched it. And he was just totally amazed by it. So that was yeah, that's pretty cool that that, that these people are out there watching it and, and listening to us, you know, and uh, yeah, kind of leading, leading them in a good in a good path. Uh, yeah, you know, just trying to. We so I saw another group went and did Edinburgh Manor. Uh, they they went and did an investigation there just last weekend, and they had gotten quite a bit of footage down there in that basement. That basement, I'm telling you, Grizz, is, is scary as can be. I don't know if you ever make it there. You, you, if you haven't, I would go. It, it's definitely a, a scary, scary, scary place. I my wife didn't like to go there at night. Um, she sat out in the car the whole night while I was inside, you know, it's a good thing. Something didn't happen to me. Right. 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 <laughs> and she could have been like, Hey, well, I wish I was with him. So, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so looking at, we haven't talked about aliens in a while, girls, you notice that we've talked about Bigfoot. We've talked about cryptids and aliens technically are a type of cryptid. Uh, 
you know, I know I, like I'll watch every once in a while. I'll see a Russ, Russ Collette's, uh, Kellett's, uh, he'll be, he'll be talking as a guest on a podcast and I'll catch some of his stuff. What have you ever seen that would, would make you think that it, you saw an alien or alien UFO activity, anything like that? Have you ever seen it? I've seen UFOs, but not an actual alien. Uh, so it's interesting to see. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> that took a minute. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all right. It happens. Welcome to the show. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Jax. Everybody pretty much knows me in the paranormal Bigfoot world is Jax. I'm trying to set up my phone here. Sorry. I was having some issues connecting, so I had to download StreamYard on my phone. I haven't done this in so long. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, we appreciate you coming on. How are you guys? Do you uh, what? We appreciate you coming on. Can you hear me? Uh -oh. Okay, I can now. I can now. Okay. Introduce yourself. I mean, what you do, what you're... Well, uh... Let me lift my chair so people can actually see me here. Okay, so um, my name's Jackie Harmon, but I go by Jax, and I've actually been in the paranormal community for a really long time. Um, it started really early for me. Um, I was four years old when my family started taking me out. Um, I actually started having some really interesting, um, like, paranormal activity happening in my life that was kind of like, you know, I didn't really understand what was going on, and... Um, my dad actually sat me down one day. I had a very interesting, weird thing happen to me. And he said that it was something that actually ran in our family. Whoops, I'm sorry, guys. My phone's trying to fall. I'm trying to fix it. And uh, it started there for me. Sorry. Let me fix this really quick so it'll sit still. There we go. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it started really early for me. And... Um, and it goes back really far for me. So my my uncles and I, I grew up in a huge family, massive family. And so I had my dad, my uncles, my boy cousins. It was pretty much like I was like the only girl doing it. But it was, um, I'm going to actually take this off and see. I'm having some issues. <laughs> Sorry, just hang in there with me for a second. There we go. And um, let me take these off. So basically, um, like I said, it started really early and uh, I had some strange things happening and my dad apparently had had the same things happening to him in the past. Um, it's something I didn't know that ran in our family. My 15-year-old my son actually has the exact same thing that my dad had, that I have, which is basically like... Um, we see things, we feel things, we dream a lot, we have premonitions a lot. Um, it started out really early, like for my dad as well. I think he said he was around the same age that I was. But because of that, he said that he had grown up in a an area of the South where him and his dad and his brothers and uncles and everybody, they used to actually go out looking for Bigfoot when my dad was little. So this started for my dad, apparently, like, I don't even remember what year he said it started for him, but it was really early. It was way before, like, you know, the famous 
you know, video of Bigfoot walking by and all that, I guess some people in my family had had an experience that before anybody else was even talking about it. And I actually had a famous uncle um, who was involved in like the paranormal community pretty big. And he actually got my dad, you know, started and looking and, and, and he was actually, they were the ones that had the experience. And apparently there were like more than one that they saw. It was like a family of them. And they, my family was huge into camping and hiking and traveling. And they were all like up, up in the hills. I think he's, I can't remember exactly where he said he was, but it was like, I think maybe near like the Tennessee mountains or something like that. And they were all sitting around getting ready to go to bed. And literally this noise was like surrounding them. And I'll, I'll never forget him telling me this story about how his, him and his uncle, because he was younger, um, decided to like walk out a little bit and go see what was going on. Because, you know, back then, nobody knew anything or talked about it. I mean, we're talking like my dad, my dad passed away ago, like two years ago, and he was like 72. So this is a while back. And uh, so... But apparently this Bigfoot family got very close to the entire campground and there were multiple people there that actually laid eyes on them. And that, of course, back then they were just like, what is this? What, you know, like, what are we looking at? What is this? And so it was something that stuck with my dad throughout, you know, growing up. And then he was raised like I was raised, like we were literally taken out and and uh, taken out on trips and camping trips and always out looking and searching and, you know, just learning about everything that we can possibly learn. And so that's, that's how I grew up. And hmm. so now I'm, I'm up in my, I'm like 53 now. And like, you know, like I'm aging myself to the world here, but it's true. And, you know, I've spent a lot of years many years traveling around. I've been to every single state in this country. Uh, my dad started taking me all over different states. Um, we camped out more, more places than I can even begin to tell you. Sorry, my allergies are kicking my butt today. But um, anyway, yeah, it was like, it was a lot of fun for me. I learned a lot. I was around, um, you know, a lot of very different people. Um, the interesting thing about it is that I actually grew up with a, a huge group of people that not only believed in Bigfoot, but aliens. And uh, so I was raised to believe that Bigfoot and aliens are very, um, you know, interdimensional connection. And so that's how I was completely raised, believing that, you know, there is absolutely the connection. Like when we I actually had an experience with my family where, you know, we saw the lights where a lot of not that many people, I, I guess, see them. But when they do, it's usually like three dots of lights. And and actually a friend of mine, I think he, I think you might know him. Um, Lee Strauss was just talking the other day and he's a friend of mine and he was telling us about like the lights. And I said, usually they're white, yellow or orange. And he says, yeah, yeah, they were orange. I I've seen those lights. Huh. So, and that's, I think it connects for me where, because we've, I've actually been in places where we'll see something and it's gone, like disappeared, like gone. Like you, you don't know exactly what you're seeing, but there's something there and it's just gone. 
So it's very interesting. But yeah, I live, I have grown up in a very interesting lifestyle. And I still to this day, this is how I live. And I, I think it'll always be a part of me forever. So it's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so, so you're, can you hear me? Am I, am I coming through okay? Uh-oh, you guys sound like you're like underwater. Go ahead, Grizz. Can you hear us okay? Can, can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? We can, can hear you. Can you hear me? Grizz. Yeah, we can hear okay. you. Okay, you can't. I might, maybe I should take it downstairs. You sound like you're a robot. I am Let's not a robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me take this downstairs. And uh, maybe if I get closer to my internet, I can hear you better. Hang tight. Hey, Grizz. Grizz, Sorry, what, do you think, what do you think about the family thing? The the family uh, of, of Bigfoot? You ever experienced that? or? A lot of people will have uh, such encounters like that, especially uh, I can't people hear coming you guys forward. Are so, well, we apologize, Jack. So we hope you could hear us. Oh, she might be trying to come back in here a minute. Um, yeah, it's interesting going from from Bigfoot straight to uh, to aliens. Uh, what, what do you think the connection on that is, Grizz? So we don't know. A lot of people are speculating that there's some kind of tie with that. Uh, years ago, a lot of people would keep them separate, but now they're looking at maybe there is a connection between them two. Huh. So, well, you know, I, I would never even put two and two together on that. Uh, it, it's interesting, but it almost seems like one's, you know, obviously one's on Earth and one's up in the sky for the most part. But then again, if they came to Earth, turn could somehow turn into that and then i guess that could make sense you know well there people see orbs and ufos and strange things so they're starting to think outside the box a little bit Catherine's saying she needs to go out and come back in that's what i think she's doing Catherine. no i booted her so she can come back in oh okay okay so let's see if that will reestablish a connection I never thought I'd find anyone with worse connection than me, Grizz. <laughs> so. I changed out my router. I, I, I've done everything. I bought three different, or put on three different computers. I, I just, I better off go from the phone right now. I'm going from my my computer though. Sounds like we're doing okay. Um, yeah. So, so getting back to what we were talking about before that, the alien stuff. Just haven't really heard much lately for a while there was like all the talk people putting in videos on you know on different uh streaming networks and stuff and uh but now it almost seems like it quieted down have you felt that too mm -mm. no the ufo uh we're talking the ufo connection uh aliens uh you're talking abductees or abductions uh there are still reports out there they're not prominent uh yeah. we're still hearing a lot of ufo uh, observations and UAPs and USOs. Uh, but how can we differentiate between that and man-made craft? So that's the question. So, and Karen Clayton, uh, that has actually been discussed. Uh, maybe Bigfoot could be pets protecting while the aliens created. We don't know. A lot of people yeah. have discussed that on many different shows. So. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought, you know, uh, yeah, that is actually pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thought. 
Um, and like Irene says, nothing is normal in this world. How you doing, Irene? Uh, so what about what do you think about the lights that she was talking about, Grizz, uh, on the UFO? Does that sound like stuff that you've heard before, too, with the different colors? Uh, people see different phenomenon across the globe. Uh, some report different colors. Uh, some report uh, multiple colors. Uh, it just depends on different configurations. Uh, it's nothing's really constant, so it's hard to really to concern that or disconcern that if it's man-made or not anymore with technology and what the government has and not have. So, yeah, definitely. And Irene even says you know need to learn more and study, but uh, we can't because the government is not going to open up about it. You know, it it is weird. All these years, the same with Bigfoot that the government hasn't done more to almost, it's like they exist, right? You know, we know they exist. Why, why are they, why do they continue to just, to me, it seems like they continue to hide it and they just don't want people to know about it. You know, area 51, all that stuff. It's a area 51 is old, old news. They yeah. had moved that years ago. And we discussed this on other shows throughout uh, the network. Uh we have alien technology. It's nothing new. Uh, we have tried to re, uh, verse the technology. Bob Lazar, when he first came out in the 80s, talked about it. The whistleblowers in the congressional hearings says we have alien craft that's thousands of years old. So it's nothing new about that. So, Hey, sorry about back. that, but at least I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, great. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm trying to get this set up so it doesn't fall on me. I don't know what's going on. You guys sounded like you were in a, like a tunnel or underwater or something. Can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. So, so we right, were talking. That. Well, that's right. We were talking about lights. Can you, can you explain again the lights on your, what you saw on the UFO? Are you saying that when did I see a UFO? No, no, the lights, the, the orange lights and the white lights. When was that that you saw that? Okay, well, I, I've actually seen them a couple times. Um, the, the first time I saw them, oh gosh, let me think. I was probably in my probably late teens, I'd say somewhere maybe around 15, 16 years old. Uh, we were actually camping up in the very top of Northern California, uh, very actually close to where the um, famous Bigfoot footage was taken. That was like actually one of my family's favorite places to go. We always had activity there. Uh, I actually took a really good friend there a couple of years ago, and we were just blown away at the things that we saw. But I saw that that was the first time I saw it. And even back then, one of my uncles was like convinced, like, oh, yeah, that's connected uh, he was a Bigfoot enthusiast to the extreme. So it was like, if he said it was going on, I was like, yeah, that's that's what it is. So, um, and then again, the second time I would say was, let me see, what year was it? I'm going to say probably maybe about 10 years ago. And I was actually in a completely different area of the country. And actually I was back in the same area um, that I was kind of telling you the story about. We were in like the Tennessee kind of area, mountain area, and we were searching for Bigfoot there. My family had rented this huge cabin 
And my dad and I kept hearing something over and over. Well, of course, being, you know, Bigfoot people, we were like, oh, it's Bigfoot, you know. And uh, my mom always used to laugh at us. You know, it's like, oh, it's not Bigfoot, but okay. And so we would sit outside and there was this huge wraparound porch. And we were out there watching. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my dad says, you're not going to believe what I'm seeing. And, and I look up. And it's the exact same three lights that we saw when I was probably about 15 or 16 years old. And I remembered it like it was yesterday. My dad said, I remember those lights. I'll never forget those lights. And I said, they are identical. And you could hear moving around and noise, but nothing ever got close enough for us to see on that trip. We should have taken off and like gone and looked immediately but it was really late and my mom was kind of freaking out about it because we were way up in the middle of Tennessee. And I'm like, this is our perfect opportunity to go and she's not going to let us. Hmm. But my mom was never like, you know, as, as into it as us. Like she had an interest, but nowhere near. It used to, I kind of think it used to freak her out a little bit, but, but she was used to it with me and my dad. So, but, but, you know, it wasn't just a, a Bigfoot. Like there was so much more going on. Like, like growing up, um, I used to have like visions of things of like Bigfoot and the Bigfoot family. And maybe it's because like when you're, you're, you grow up in it and you're really young, you know, you hear things and you think about things, you see things, and then you, you wonder if you actually saw what you saw. And so I used to have these really weird dreams about it. So I grew up like thinking about it and like feeling like some kind of weird connection, even though like I've never actually been like super close to anything, but close enough to where I can see something, but you're not sure what you see. You know what I mean? Like it's never come yeah. like got in my face or anything where it's like, okay, hello, Bigfoot. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely been like, we've heard noises. We, we've even heard like how they call the um, Sierra sounds, the, the voices, the, the woman screaming, it sounds like a woman screaming, a baby crying. We've heard all those things. We've gone to so many different places. We've heard so many things. We've heard wood knocks. I mean, you name it. The, you know, it sounds like something's following you around. You stop, they stop. I've experienced all these things. Have, have you experienced any of that, Grizz? So I don't know what we're experiencing out back. Uh, so I've been showing trail cam footage, uh, orbs, uh, flying rods. Uh, I, we we don't know, but it's interesting. But yeah, so this is indicative when you having Sasquatch encounters, uh, mm -hmm. the Wood Knocks, the Samurai Chatter. Ron Moorheads is one of our admins of our Facebook groups. Uh, we had him on several shows. Uh, Samurai chatter is very interesting. Uh, so yeah, it's very uh, common to hear. Yeah, when you see the orbs, uh, what are they like a certain color, or are they just clear white? Clear white, and some of them are like flashes of light. They just like like somebody's taking a photograph out in the woods, like a trail yeah. camera. It, it's just wow, uh, yeah. and. I've never caught flying rods uh, on a trail cam before, and I just caught that on December 25th. Wow. I found out a few days ago, right, and a group from UK didn't know what a flying rod was, and they caught some during on their investigation, and they had to go back in their camera and show me their footage. Wow. They thought it was a bug, and I'm like, it ain't a bug because uh, scientists don't know what it is. So, very interesting. 
Well, it's that's the the mystery of it all that, you know, it's like they don't know. We don't know. I mean, all we're doing as much as they're doing. We're researching by, you know, looking and observing and finding. And so, you know, it's all we can do. Like, you know, if you're interested, take the time, go out. I mean, be safe. That's my number one thing is, you know, it's kind of there's this kind of a funny joke. I haven't actually told this in a long time. If any of my friends are on here, they're probably expecting this. Um, I've been in the paranormal for a very long time. And, uh, but when it comes to Bigfoot, I I've always done this one specific thing and some people will kind of laugh at it, but it's something that I was actually raised to do. And that's to leave your DNA behind by peeing somewhere. (laughs) And I don't know exactly, like, I can't remember exactly what my family was like thinking when we, I first started doing it, but it was just something that we would always do, like find a spot and you would sort of like, like just go and wander off and see if there's anything that happens. Um, we've actually had, I think, interaction because of that. But, um, and then we're not, don't get me wrong. I'm not going there to do this, to be disrespectful. It's just something that, you know, we wonder like, is there a connection? If, if they can smell us, will they come closer are they interested? You know, what is it exactly that, you know, they, you know, want to see with us or right, why are they looking at us as much as we're looking at them, you know, cause they do get close to people. So anyway, it's kind of a long, long joke with people. So if anybody's on here watching, I'm sure they're expecting me to say like, yeah, you know, <laughs> she'll wander off somewhere and, you know, go pee somewhere. But, you know, but I was raised to be very respectful of uh bigfoot and you know any sasquatch family um because i do believe 100 million percent in my heart that they are all over not just here but everywhere um great at you know staying away from us pretty much but yeah there's this random time where people are gonna run into them and see them and sometimes people get freaked out more people are more more interested like i would be and go look even further but um but respect is number one in, in my book for going out, researching, whatever I do. It's all about like understanding that I'm in their home, you know, I'm there to learn. I'm not there to, you know, do anything that's wrong or, you know, disrespect because I look at it like, you know, that's, it may not be exactly like me, like human, but it's something, you know, and I wouldn't want something coming to my home and being like, horrible or like people who say they're trying to kill a Bigfoot like that just makes me sad that really just like makes me sad because I don't understand why people would do that so they're asking you what do you think about Dogman Dogman yes um you know I I have talked about Dogman before and you know it's I don't really like I guess I don't really like research other things as much as I do Bigfoot. So I used to because I was into crypto a lot. Um, But, you know, I, you know, I don't know about Dogman. I don't know. What do you think about it? I don't want no part of it. (laughs) I'm just saying. I wouldn't want it coming to my house and pissing on my front door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good where I'm at. I mean, it could be it could be something like I I I lived in the South for four years um, near Louisiana, 
And you learn a lot about different things um, down in the swamps. Um, you know, the I think it's called the boogaroo or something, the swamp, honey swamp monster or something like that. And um, there, I just believe that there's a lot of different creatures that live amongst us that, you know, they've been here way longer than we have. No Agreed. doubt. Aliens, Bigfoot, all. Somebody asked a question about what part of Tennessee. What? Somebody asked a question about what part of Tennessee you were talking about earlier. Uh-oh, I think guys. Oh, uh, what, what part of Tennessee? What part of Tennessee? Yes, ma'am. Did I live in? Yeah, rough, just oh. a general area. Oh, I didn't live in Tennessee. I just visited Tennessee. I was yeah. down like near Mississippi, Louisiana. Okay. They yeah. were just asking in the chat. Oh, oh, you mean where? Oh, they're probably asking where I was in Tennessee. Okay. So when I was in Tennessee with my family, um, I, let me think. I think it's called Pigeon Forge, I believe is the name of it. It's been a while since I've been there, but I think that's the name of it. I know it's somewhat near Dollywood because my family ended up going there. So I think that's what it's called. What about the land oh, we between, between the lakes? What about the land, the, the LBL? How about that? I don't know what's going on. You guys I'm going to sign on a different way, Grizz. Maybe it's me. Uh, that, he was asking the land between the lakes. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not. I'm sorry? Land between the lakes. Have you ever heard of it? Land between the lakes? Yeah. In right there at the Kentucky and Tennessee border? Mm, I don't think I've ever been there. Okay. They, they were just asking. Yeah. Now. So what, what about your paranormal? Uh, let's talk about that. You, you really into paranormal? Yeah. I Well, I grew up in the paranormal Bigfoot alien world, the whole thing. So I'm actually a paranormal investigator. Um, that started way back, probably when I was like more, I actually waited um, for like paranormal investigating until I was probably closer in my thirties. Um, it was something that I was like, nobody really did that back then. So it was kind of harder to connect in that world. But like when I was in my thirties, that's when it all started like for me to go like paranormal investigating, but I'm very sensitive to locations. So I tend to like take on um, the things that are going on there. And I feel, I start kind of almost getting like feelings of like what happened before, before like when it was like an original building or the people who lived there and emotions. So sometimes it can get a little overwhelming for me. Um, so I kind of stopped doing that. I had a really, really bad, um, like, a attachment in a hotel actually in Ventura, California with some friends of mine several years ago. And I had never experienced anything like that before. And it took me in a very dark place for about two months. I had no idea what I was going through. It was just every single thought I had was you know, I didn't want to be here anymore. Um, just totally not like me. And if you know me, I am like super happy and positive and bubbly and I'm like good to go and I'm super independent and just so not like me. 
So someone noticed it and said, there's something not right going on with you. And I ended up getting help and having that release, but I had no clue. It just was like something that took over. I was actually um, investigating a place with, um, I don't know if you remember, no, Scott Grunwald, Scott Grunwald and um, uh, Liz Johnson and um, Jeff Conkle by any chance. I don't know if you know who those guys are. I think Jeff's actually on Ghost Adventures now. But um, we were actually investigating a hotel and Jeff and I were investigating one room where I was connecting like really well with this woman who had like taken her own life. And for some weird reason, she felt a connection to me and decided to go home with me. And normally what I'll do at the end of an investigation is close out, you know, and like, you know, just say some words like, look, you can't go home with me. Um, you stay here. You know, like those kind of things. And for some weird reason, I didn't do it that time. And that was really bizarre. So something, whoever she was, decided to tag along, go home with me and stay with me for a while. But it was not an experience that I ever want to have again. So I had kind of like taken a step back from paranormal for a while. But I'll still go and do things with friends every now and again. But nowhere near like how I did before. My my main um interest now is just basically sticking with like the things that i have a lot of passion about which is bigfoot and aliens so bigfoot's my number one and um i'm actually trying to get like a bigfoot um camping trip together hopefully maybe like late spring early summer to mid summer before it's too hot for people to handle you know go up maybe do like a weekend with a bunch of people those are the kind of things i love yeah that, that actually be pretty cool uh, like talk, I was talking to Grizzly earlier. He's he's heading in April to to the land between the lakes, ain't you, Grizz? Yeah, I'll land between the lakes. I'm going to Michigan. Oh, you are? Yes. Well, that's awesome. So, what's going on there? Uh, a lot of people are going down there to do a meet and greet, and I'm meeting a paranormal group, and we're going to do some uh, investigating and do some live shows down there. Oh, fun! So it's yeah, going to be interesting. Awesome. That sounds really fun. So you said uh, your dad. So what? Your, if you don't mind, you said uh, your dad. Your dad had had some uh, experiences, uh, and so and I'm trying to with, with what you had sent in your bio. Was he kind of a medium? Do you think, or was was he? I mean, how spiritually connected I, was he? My dad was in fact, a medium. I actually am myself. I don't like that word. I don't know why. Um, to me, it sounds like, ooh, you know, like, um, my dad never liked it either. I don't know why. It's just, I, I don't think we like being titled or something. I, it, it's just a weird thing for us. But um, he's very much uh, connected to the other side. Um, I've always been the same way. I think that's why something connected with me um, in so, you know, intensely. But, um, but yeah, my dad grew up like that. I grew up like that. It started at the age of four for him, myself. And then I actually have a 15-year-old son who has autism. And we noticed uh, when he was probably about two months old, um, that activity was happening way more than normal. Now, 
I actually used to wonder, like, because my family moved around a lot. My mom actually used to joke with me and say, like, oh, we're gypsies and we move all the time. But it was just my mom's job. She was like this big, huge, uh, you know, major person in this company. And they moved us around all the time. And it was weird because every single house we'd move to, there'd be some activity. And I used to wonder, like, okay, seriously, what are the odds? Like, how do you move from one place to another and you're still having activity? Like, is it just everywhere or what's going on? It took me a really long time to realize it's not the house. It's us. Right. So, you know, um, that actually just sort of like kind of like was aha moment for me just a few years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, like <laughs> it's not even the house. It's really us. It's us. Let's making this happen. And but um but unfortunately, my son, um, being autistic, he's very high functioning, but he does not fully understand like why he sees certain things. And unfortunately, some really weird things come to him. He's he's had a few um, people he'll tell me he sees like one man with the almost like the old time suit with the top hat, very weird face. And then there's a girl who has he says it's almost like, um, I don't know if it's like a dress or a nightgown or whatever, but it's very like dirty and she has long hair, but like a melting face. And it's, it's like a black melting face and she scares the crap out of them. But, um, so it's, it's been really rough because, you know, you don't want to see your kids go through what you went through. You know, yeah. I dealt with that when I was young, but my dad was really smart about pulling me aside. And as soon as he knew, he sat, sat me down and said, look, you need to understand this. And I actually had a very weird experience. I've told this on live before. I'll tell you guys very quickly. What started for me was um, I was actually in preschool and the bus would drive us home and then it would drop us off in front of our neighborhood. We had a gated community. And the bus would stop and open the gate and the kids would get out and walk inside the, you know, little neighborhood right there. Not my house was like maybe like five, six houses. And I was close, really close to the gate. And I, I remember this man pulling up beside as soon as I was, I was actually inside the gate already. And he pulls up in like this old gray Volvo. Now you got to remember, this is like 1974. He has the windows down and I remember him looking over at me and I just happened to look over and he calls my name and call, calls me over. And so he says, honey, get in the car. And, you know, I'm four years old. I don't know any better. I mean, guy could have been trying to kidnap me. I wouldn't have known, you know, you're so innocent and young. And I had this weird comfort about him. Like I knew him, but I'd never seen him before. But for some weird reason, it was like I had known him my whole life. And I got in the car he says, honey, I'm going to drive you home. And so he drives me home. But remember now, I live about maybe five houses from the gate, which should have taken all 30 seconds. But it felt like to me, like all this like time had gone by of like, we talked about like life and what I'd been doing and how I was and how my family was and just like, like this long conversation. And I remember he pulls up in front of my house and I, I guess no time had gone by. I don't know, but to me, it felt like forever. And he says, tell your mom and dad, I said, hello, I miss them and I love them. And I said, well, aren't you going to come in? And he says, not this time. 
And so I remember getting out of the car and going inside. And the very first thing I say to my parents was, um, Uncle Ben dropped me off. He said to tell you, hello, he misses you and loves you. And my parents looked at each other like, what are you talking about? Like some man just picked you up. My dad actually called the police. Um, he is sitting there telling me like, you know, you can't get into people's cars. They're trying to kidnap you. And he's telling me all these things. And I said, no, dad, he's family. And my dad's looking at my mom and, and he's looking at me like, you know, we don't have anybody in, in the family alive named Ben. So I remember him taking out this photo book and he plops his photo book in front of me. And it was like my family probably had like, honest to God, like I bet my dad had 15 brothers and sisters. And there's this whole huge group of people. And I pointed at him immediately and I said, that's that's Uncle Ben. And he says, honey, he died before you were born. And I, I'm telling you, he just dropped me off. And so for the rest of my life, I had some really horrendous things, uh, accidents happen to me. And I swear to you, I felt like he was there with me every single time, protecting me, watching over me, whatever the circumstance was. And I was, I'm telling you, I was in a massive car accident where I should have died. I was in a massive accident, falling off a mountain, should have died, broke my back, should have died, you know, just on and on these things. I, I almost drowned in a river. I was capsized in a boat, uh, should have died, <laughs> you know? And I remember like this man being there in my mind. I remember him being there vividly. So it was interesting. It was Guard, an interesting- Guardian angel. My guardian angel, that's right, exactly. Yeah. So that, that, I remember that day being the day my dad said, we got to talk. Cause my mom looked at him and goes, she's just like you. And I'll never remember. I'll, I mean, I'll never forget her saying she's just like you. And yeah. I, in my mind, I just thought like, I'm just like my dad. You know what I mean? Like I'm daddy's girl. Like I was definitely daddy's girl. And um, so, yeah, it was an interesting situation, but I remember it so vividly. And I've never forgotten it. I used to dream about him all the time. So, yeah, it's been an interesting um, thing to deal with. But I've never really had too much, like, negative. I know a lot of people have things, like, they'll see creepy things, have negative things happen to them. Um, we did live in a house in the South that we did have a lot of really strange things happen, enough to make me want to move. So, um it actually happened with my son that I was telling you about um, very horrible things would start happening to my son. Like he'd have scratches down his back. Um, I even have, I have pictures I can show you guys. I have pictures of me giving him a bath and you can see scratch marks going down, like as if it's happening in real time in front of my face. And it said H I with a dot scratching his skin and I was just like, what the hell? Like, no. And he was probably about two years old laying. I was in a huge king size bed and he was laying smack in the middle of the bed, just like a normal kid, arms out, legs out. And he got pulled sideways off the bed and hit the floor. And my husband at the time looked at me and said, that's it. We're done. Put the house up on the market. We're out of here. He couldn't take it anymore. Wow. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Chris? <laughs> yeah, mm -mm. the paranormal until we had all that happen. 
but nothing uh, nothing followed you though from that house there you don't think no i you know when we left there we actually did a ritual where we did a lot of things to say like you're not coming with us whatever it is you're not coming with us you stay here and you know my parents actually lived right down the street from that house for uh probably another 10 years and every time i would go to visit i would often want to go up to the door and say I'm just curious if you guys have, you know, paranormal activity here, because if they say no, then I do realize it's us, you know, has nothing to do with the house. She might freak them out too. What do you mean paranormal activity? (laughs) So many times, but I don't want to freak them out because a lot of people are really freaked out by that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd be if somebody came up to my door and said, Hey, just curious if you have any paranormal activity and, you know, like, Oh, wait a minute. What are you talking about? <laughs> I remember the very first day I saw the house, there was a lady renting the house and it was the first question I ever asked her. My mom and I walked up and I said, is this house haunted? And my mom goes, stop. And I go, I want to know. <laughs> She's like, there's nothing, cool. house. there's nothing wrong with the house. But yeah, lo and behold, there was something wrong with the house. Well, at least yeah. you got away from, away from that and you got into the Bigfoot yeah. stuff and the alien. Yeah. I actually still to this day, we have um, really interesting things happen around us all the time. Like even it's really weird. Um, like, for instance, like I took my kids over to my mom's to come back and do the show. And my son has this very specific cough. And I was getting ready in the uh, my bedroom and his room's at the end of the hall. And as clear as day, I could hear my son cough. And it kind of, and at first it like, it didn't even, I didn't even think about it at first because I'm like so used to it. And then it, like kind of, I kind of went like, whoa, wait a minute. My son's not even here. I'm like, what was that? Like, I've never heard that before without him being here. Like sometimes when we're here, even when my kids are here, we'll hear like footsteps walking across upstairs or something but like outside of that we haven't really had much happen in this house not yet at least (laughs) i don't want to knock on wood because i heard that opens up the door (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've never heard that you hear that grizz (laughs) (laughs) well if you ever need the holy water and stuff grizz has got a pack i I done i done sprayed her i done i done gave her the cross and everything and yeah (laughs) absolutely oh yes i i carry it by the gallons and i actually mail it out to people yes there you go there you go absolutely you know i i have to just realize like you know i've learned over the years that it's something that's with me it's with my son it was with my dad and you know as long as we don't have anything negative happening it doesn't even really bother me even when we hear things, I think even my kids, my, I have a 10 year old daughter and even she's so used to it. She'll go, mommy, I hear the footsteps again. And I'm like, yeah, I hear it. So we, we just sort of like brush it off. It's, it's not really anything negative unless something's like, you know, harming us or scaring us. Like we don't really pay too much attention to it anymore. Huh. We think about it. I, I I've been, I've been fortunate where, where I live, uh, you know, I collect, you know, Grizz knows I collect a lot of antiques, a lot of old toys and stuff, but always say the prayer when you get it, always say the prayer when you walk up to the door and, and wow. praise Lord, hallelujah, whatever, you know, just nothing's really attached. You're going to, you're going to, you're playing with fire. Keep, oh, keep, yeah. keep 
keep playing with that prayer like you're doing. See what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, so far, it, it's been good. So, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I actually had um, holy water in the house for a little while. And then I started realizing, um, is there like a weird light above me? Or is it my light? No, it's a light on the wall. Oh, wait. Is, let me see if I can move it and that way you can see me better. I don't know. Is that better? You're fine. Well, you were fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. In my in my um, phone, it's like a weird glare. I try to scoot so I can see. Um. Anyway, so tell me about you guys. Like I, you know, I want to learn a little more about you too. Well, go ahead, Chris. Anything that moves, I'm on it. <laughs> no, I do. I do uh, paranormal. Uh, I do cryptids, Bigfoot. Uh, I'm trying to chase something in the woods. I have no idea what it is. Uh, a lot of interesting things. Uh, uh, got hurt in 2019. Uh, retired law enforcement and uh, been doing shows and full time paranormal normal stuff now. So yeah. it's pretty much me. So yeah, what you I'm sorry. Good. Where do Go you ahead. guys live? Uh, I live right outside Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. I'm St. Louis, right in that area, on the Illinois side. So I don't even know if you guys know, but I'm in California. Right, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. I started about six years ago. Uh, a buddy of mine had just called me out of the blue and, and was, was asked me if I wanted to do paranormal investigations. And I was like, you know, at, at a time in my life, had free time at that time in my life to be able to do it and yeah. uh, started getting into it. And more I got into more, I realized that I had had some encounters. And he's gone, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know what it is with him and his connection. Hello, David. Welcome to the show. Nice to see you. He's, he's always has problems, but no, but we, uh, we have other shows that we do Bigfoot paranormal uh, mm -hmm. UFO stuff. So it's interesting. Uh, somebody's asking about blackout children. Have you had any encounters with that? You know, thank God. No, it's like, it probably is the one thing. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just because of shows I've seen, but they freak me out. Right. I don't want anything to do with those. And I pray to God, I never see them because they just freak me out. Yeah, they're very interesting. Uh, we did a show a while back and I was surprised about people actually had encounters with black-eyed children mm -hmm. uh, across the United States and across uh, the globe as well. Uh, we had mm -hmm. a lot of people that actually uh, called in and wrote, and uh, welcome back. Nice to have Sorry, you. man. I, I start laughing because you got kicked as soon as you start talking, so. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah, it's, it's catching up to me, in it? <laughs> but uh, no, but uh, how does people find you and follow you and, and uh, reach out to you? Okay, so I I actually have a million different ways, but I'm only going to give you guys a couple because it's way too many. Um, sure. If you're on Facebook, um, you can actually go find me at Jackie Harmon, which is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E. I think it's actually already on on here somewhere. But I go by Jax. Um, everybody in the paranormal knows me by that. I've been called that for, God, I don't even know how long, probably Jesus, 30, 40 years. So most of my life, uh, except for my family, they still call me Jackie. But um, so if you're on Facebook, that's the best way. 
um, Instagram. I actually, and actually I have both Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at West Coast Squatchers. I am the founder of West Coast Squatchers. Um, that's on both Facebook, Instagram, and then Jack's underscore Harmon is another way to find me on Instagram. That's kind of like my normal, like fun, just, you know, everyday life place and my Facebook. So um, for some weird reason, I'm more of a Facebook person and Instagram person. And everybody keeps saying like, ah, oh, go to Instagram, forget Facebook. But I think it's like my comfort zone. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's, I think I've got like maybe, oh God, I don't know, so about maybe 7,000 followers on Facebook. And then like my Instagram probably maybe like I don't know com combine maybe a thousand but I just don't spend much time on there I feel bad but hmm. like people will message me and say like hey why aren't you ever on here and it's like I don't know I don't know why I really don't get on there much but I don't know it doesn't <laughs> as like connected I feel like you post and then you see but Facebook yeah. I feel like you're you're more connected like people post up you comment you comment back kind of like i don't really feel that with instagram i don't know i'm just i've never been on tiktok my i have a 26 year old daughter and she keeps saying mom you gotta do tiktok it's fun people will love you on tiktok and it's like i don't know squat about tiktok yeah i hear you <laughs> i don't even know how like people do videos i don't, I don't know how to do any of that <laughs> i i've done i've done my own podcasts for like Oh gosh, I probably started podcasts about maybe six, seven years ago. Um, I've taken this last whole year off. I had some things going on in my family and my life that I felt like I just sort of needed a break. Um, yeah. took a step back and thought, I'm just going to give it some family time and then get back. It's actually my first show in a year. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. So last time everybody saw me, I had like short blonde hair and now it's <laughs> <laughs> completely different. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just all about going out, enjoying, having fun, um, doing different events and traveling and whatever comes and I can be a part of it. I love doing it. It's paranormal, alien, Bigfoot. But like I said, Bigfoot's my number one um you know sky watching alien all that i love all that too that's awesome <laughs> yeah well thank you very much it's been a pleasure and don't forget ladies and gentlemen at nine o'clock we got a special guest thank so you jack in and from coast to coast around the world ladies and gentlemen have a good night we'll see you here shortly take care